Today is Monday, June 19th. The title for our devotional is Creation Inspired Worship. Our summer campaign, remember, is titled Worthy. In this first part of the campaign, while we're gathering outside, weather permitting that is, we're exploring some of the informal forms of worship. By informal, I simply mean forms of worship that are not ceremonial or a part of the traditional worship services of the church. This week, we're exploring how creation inspires us to worship. We've all had moments where we are struck with awe and wonder at something in creation, seeing the ocean for the first time, looking upon a mountain from its base, peering at a cell under the microscope, viewing the images from the James Webb telescope, observing the growth of a plant, etc. Creation is truly magnificent and awe-inspiring. I often hear from folks that they experience God best in creation. They're often using this as an excuse for why they have not attended church recently, but that aside, we'll cover more of the churchy forms of worship in the second half of this campaign. I get it. Creation can be a wonderful inspiration to worship. For creation to inspire us to true worship, however, we must not stop at the awe and wonder of creation itself. We must progress from the immediate response of awe at the wor- and move to the worship of God. We must move from beauty and magnificence of the creation to admiration of the Creator. When we fail to worship God at the inspiration of creation, in that moment, we become functional pantheists, worshiping the created things rather than the Creator, as Paul says in Romans 1.25. In Romans 1, Paul reveals that humanity in our sinful nature is without excuse because God's attributes are clearly visible in creation. However, humanity in its sinful state suppresses the obvious truth about God. Romans 1, 18-20 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. We must then move from, Wow, this is beautiful, to God, you are awesome for making something so beautiful. God created it all, so he is the one worthy of our worship. Let us remember the opening words of the Bible in Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let us remember that God speaks, and through the power of his voice, the cosmos is created. There is some beauty in creation, but God himself is far more beautiful. There is some power in creation, but the one who created it is far more powerful. There is some glory in creation, but the one who created it is far more glorious. So let's not sell ourselves short and settle for worship of the lesser. Let's worship the great God, the creator and sustainer of all things. Reflection time today, I invite you to just think of a time, as I opened with in this devotional, when you were just struck with awe and wonder at creation and drawn to worship. Reflect on that feeling of the simply awe-inspiring immensity of creation. Also, remember that feeling of your smallness in comparison. And try to remember if you were drawn to worship and what that worship experience was like.